Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, it's a Monday morning. We had some great playoff games in the NFL. Um, for a change, all the games were pretty close. There's just some surprising comebacks. Um, so, you know, it was very entertaining. Of course, I know everyone was paying attention that there were 60, 70, 80,000 people in the stadiums, hardly wearing a mask, elbow to elbow. And that happened not only this weekend, but last weekend and the weekend before with the wild card game. And there has not been one mention on the media or in the scientific community about a super spreader event. And they're trying to keep you from visiting your grandma or your brother during Thanksgiving. Unbelievable. Unbelievable science. So I thought I'd talk a little bit today, just, just touch on it. It's such a big subject we could go for hours, but on censorship. Yeah, censorship. Um, who controls the media, the social media, who controls free speech, which isn't free in this country anymore, um, who controls all that? Now, we all know that the First Amendment, and it's number one, the First Amendment to the Constitution, was based on free speech. The government can't control the voice of an opposition political party. And, you know, for pretty much this country's been okay about getting out opposing views until recently, until a couple years ago. I, am re- I was really shocked, and I, I just have to be honest, and if I sound like I'm fumbling for words, I'm still shocked. I'm sure a few months from now I'll uh, put together some more coherent thoughts and uh, help, help us all through this mess. But I I thought I would at least start moving the direction of talking about, you know, where you get your information. And I'm not talking people that work in the hospitals and they see some of this because, yeah, they're a little biased because they're working with it. I'm biased because I see the results of, um, you know, vaccine injuries. I see the, the, the results of, you know, people that are pretty healthy and were able to fight this thing off, and it was basically cold for them. But I'll be quite honest, you know, this whole COVID-19, it it has mutated down to a mild thing. This weekend, the CDC put out a message that said, even though Omicron variant of COVID-19 is mild, that doesn't mean it's mild symptoms. What? I, I, I about lost my mind. Mild doesn't mean mild. It reminds me of the Bill Clinton era where it matters what the meaning of is, is. Um, <clears throat> mild means mild, folks. <laughs> I, I can't believe people even allow it. I can't believe there wasn't screaming in the streets, people ripping open their windows and saying, I'm not going to take it anymore. But they did, right on the chin, and they keep taking it because their minds have been so controlled by, you know, this weird thing with this. You know, we, we were told originally that, you know, if you get vaccinated, you're going to be okay. You won't get COVID. The President of the United States said that. And you would hope that he said that, um, not like the last president, 
who just shot off the cuff, cuff and fired off whatever he, he was on his mind at the moment, that you would have someone who would at least think about before saying that, especially when it's an interview, and they knew they were going to talk about COVID on CNN. But he said it anyway. And then I find people coming to defend him. Well, you know, it's to reduce, you know, my vaccination to reduce hospitalization and, and severe disease. You can't prove that. There's no way to do a study to prove that. Well, there is, but it's unethical. You can't take 100 people or 1,000 people and give half of them fake vaccines, the other half real vaccines, and then expose them to COVID and see who ends up in the hospital. That's unethical, that, but that's the only way to scientifically test it. Well, we're just looking at what happened. I said, there's other factors. The damn thing's mutating and becoming more mild. So you can't take blame or you can't take responsibility or you can't put this vaccine I'm taking has kept me out of the hospital because the damn things become weaker because that's what this virus did. Some viruses come a little stronger. This one became a lot weaker. Thank God for 229E, an antigenic shift. This thing's more 229E than it is COVID-19, SARS-2. But, you know, let's not throw reality at you guys you may uh you know fall apart but again it's amazing what's covered on tv and it's not and the reason i'm saying this is like up in canada right now they're having a truckers rally and you have some people saying it's fifty thousand trucks and others saying it's 500 well both sides are wrong um but it'd be interesting to find out how many is it a few thousand apparently you know the premier or, you know, Trudeau of Canada decided he had to take off because he was worried about what he said was, a, you know, basically a handful and small minority of fringe believers and groups. Well, what an idiot. I mean, first, you're the leader of the country. And that means you're the leader of the fringe people, too. So you have to learn how to talk to them. I guess not. And, you know, the truckers are protesting, you know, uh, the mandatory vaccines. You can't travel between the U.S. and Canada without having a vaccine if you're a trucker. And they're they're basically, and I don't blame them, protesting it. Whether the vaccine works or not, and all the studies are showing, it's not working to prevent transmission or getting it. Wow. So you can still get the goddamn thing, and you can still transmit it. So why get it? Oh, it prevents hospitalizations. How do you know that? There's no study. And the thing is getting weaker slowly by the day so you can't say oh yeah because of my magic voodoo shot you know you know i kept you out of the hospital maybe it was just goddamn mother nature and biology because that's what it is it's gotten weaker and it's mutated again it's ba2 now and it's going to keep mutating thank god ba2 omicron ba2 the next variant is not only more contagious it's going to get more people and you guess what? They're going to say, oh, yeah, our, our vaccine that creates antibodies to a glycoprotein spike in a virus that doesn't exist anymore magically will prevent you from getting this other one. Well, that's, that makes no sense at all. No sense at all. So let's talk about censorship. Well, what is censorship? That is where you, on purpose, control the information out. Many governments have done that. They've burned books. Um, in times of the USSR, they would 
anybody who had anything negative to say about the government, they just rounded them up. And if they didn't kill them, they rounded up the whole family and put them in the gulag, which is a concentration camp. So they basically, you know, silenced and suppressed any opposing opinion, especially if it was in the media, someone even talking in a church where you're in front of people. So you could control the narrative and control the belief in the minds of the people. Well, what's amazing is this is happening right now, right here in America. And I was very slow, very slow to jump on this bandwagon. Initially, I just thought, well, people were scared. We didn't know what it was. It didn't matter whether it was made naturally or in the lab. You got to take care of this thing. Um, we've been working on these things since the 80s, the not early 90s, and trying to create them, hybridize them, you know, make a, a chimeric um, virus. We've been doing this forever, so just grow up. You know, gain-of-function research has been going on forever. There's plenty of studies out there that you can read off of PubMed. They're available, in, they're available in scientific journals. They're not hiding it. They only hide it from people who, uh, you know, can't read past a stop sign. So this stuff has been going on forever. Or at least since, you know, like I said, the 80s and the 90s. So we've been doing this chimeric research, gain-of-function research. But I'm like, who cares if it got out? If this thing is dangerous, like SARS-1, like MERS, let's make sure we take care of it. I was all for that first two weeks to flatten the curve and all that. But now I'm looking back and I'm like, man, I spent the last two and a half years just studying this thing. And what's amazing is no one else is doing that. And we're seeing just any information that counters this, any information, even if it's from MDs or PhDs or scientists, and it's not half-baked, it's actually good information by people who've worked with viruses or studied epidemiology or studied infectious diseases or studied any physiology, it's being suppressed. Like initially, you know, some of the treatments that were done in India, you know, that country of one billion and other countries who have less deaths and less hospitalizations than we do, they were using, you know, ivermectin or quinine and getting some pretty good results, any results. Um, so, but that, that was suppressed here or made fun of. I mean, in the media, you had a big, big um, YouTuber, podcaster, you know, Joe Rogan, who I would say is probably more famous than most of the talking heads on Good Morning America, um, he basically came out and said, hey, this is what my medical doctor prescribed for me. It was bad, but I got over it. It was like the worst flu I had, but, you know, in two or three days I was okay, and this is the medications he used. He's not allowed to say that. Why not? Well, he's giving out disinformation. How is that disinformation if that's reality of what he did? If that is his reality, they're saying now you have like, you know, super rock stars saying, I'm going to take all my music off Spotify if you don't get rid of Joe Rogan or these episodes that counter the current narrative. Oh my God, you kidding me? Opposing opinion is what made this country strong. And the funny thing, it, it really isn't that opposing opinion. Joe Rogan was just saying what he did. This is what I did. This is the food I eat. I eat a bagel for lunch. I, you know, have a handful of almonds and then I eat a steak for dinner or whatever. And you would have dietitians, of course, saying that's not a balanced diet or whatever. 
And then you would have Joe Rogan say, look at my body, you know, compared to the dietitian's body. And that's good opposing opinion. And let the science be science. But no one is doing the scientific research to say they're wrong. Now, there's a couple studies going on ivermectin. But the, they are cherry-picking the people that they're giving it to. Now, what I've read and what I've understood and from what patients have told me, you know, like real live humans who've gotten ivermectin, you know, I guess on the black market or whatever, or they're, they're, maybe their MDs prescribed it to them before it was crazy and you shouldn't be. They're using that horse dewormer. It's also an antiviral according to the medical literature, but you don't see any of that. Not one news reporter is doing the work anymore. Not one. No one is doing the work. So, anyway, why is that censorship? Why are we trying to control that? I have friends there in the conspiracy theories that say they're trying to conserve the, you know, control the narrative. You can't make money on it. Well, guess what? That's the way they're making themselves look. You know, if there's smoke and it feels warm... It may be a fire. If it quacks and it has feathers, it could be a duck. I don't know why they would line up the other side and have a lot of people saying, well, why would all these people do that? Why would Fauci or the government or all these scientists or MDs in hospitals say this isn't real or not? Well, one, there's some, once you start doing the research, you're like, really? You have the CARES Act. The CARES Act was supposed to help Americans during the time of pandemic crisis, and it also helped healthcare workers in hospitals. And if they have Medicaid, Medicare, federal uh, healthcare, third-party paying systems, they get 20% more on the total bill, their total hospital bill, clinic bill, if somewhere in there COVID is a diagnosis. And so just a few months ago, you, or just a couple months ago, I should say, you had the head of the CDC come out and say that 75%, at least 75% of all those who died with COVID had four or more comorbidities, which means they would have died of anything anyway, if they had the flu, if they had some other thing. Well, that changes the numbers completely. What, what's the percentage of people who had three comorbidities? What's the, what's the percentage of those who had two or one? Oh, they're not coming out with that. Well, we've looked at it. So it comes down to like 5 or 6%, which is about the same level of people who die of upper respiratory infections before 2019. It's, fi it's 5 or 6% of your vital statistics of mortalities. And I know that was a very confusing sentence, but basically the numbers are all off. Why don't we have people, st statisticians, tearing up these numbers? Well, we do. And they're being quiet. They're being silenced. These are people who went to school, they studied all this, and no, I'm just a public health statistician, and they come out and if they say anything against the big golden calf, you know, the big, you know, statue of a false god, they say anything against it, they're silenced. That is weird. Fred, how do you know? I know because I've been silenced on Facebook many times. And sometimes I just take research right out of a journal, cut and paste it. I don't make an opinion. I just put it out there and they shut me down. Oh, you didn't know that. I have people saying, oh, everything's, really? Then why would they shut down research? It is an article research. Well, you're misleading people. Misleading people with the truth is just an article that was published. And for research articles to be published, they have to go through 
um, a board, an editor. People are going through looking at this, the scientific journals have people that actually look at this stuff and see if it even has merit to publish. So it has to have merit. You're not talking about a newsletter coming out of somebody's basement. But it just quite blows my mind how math doesn't matter, science doesn't matter, it's all opinion. And, oh, we have these statistics that show this. Okay, how about I counter that with, you know, some good constructive criticism? You know, oh, you know, we're keeping people out of the hospital. Well, it, there could be another reason for that. That reason could be because the virus is getting weaker. So it blows my mind. So take a deep breath in. Censorship. Who's keeping things quiet? Where are you getting your information from? All I can say is in my last podcast, I said, do the work. I have a whole podcast on that. Do the research yourself. And you have to find opinions that go against your own and then try to validate those. But I always start just with research. And it's amazing how much research we have on this now and what it's showing. Oh, these vaccines are safe. Really? Well, why are all these small little cases of myocarditis coming? Why do I know personally people that have been injured by it? And that they're not talked about on the news. If you want something fair, things should be talked about on the news. No matter how rare, no matter how rare, if it's the truth, you got to talk about it. So next time you see a truck going down the street, next time you hear a scare tactic on TV, maybe you sit back and think. Is, it, is there any other information at all? Is there any information at all that counters this opinion? Maybe the truth is still out there. Maybe I don't have it. Maybe the government doesn't have it and their representatives, maybe science. Maybe it's still being elusive. So that's why we should keep looking and not quieting dissenting opinions. All conversation is richer when all views carry the same weight. And this has been another fact podcast.